Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the follower of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, proclaiming that like never before and now is the time to watch therefore and be ready for our Savior who's coming in the clouds to take us to that place He has been preparing for us. Watch therefore and be ready. In 2011, I released a book called America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. And the pages of that book are alive right now with Bible prophecy and the things that are taking place not only in America, but all over the world. It's such a strategic book, it's such a practical book, and it's such an important book for every follower of Messiah Jesus. And so what I'm going to do over the next many weeks, I'm going to introduce some of the chapters of that book and encourage you to get it. And I'll share with you how to during the break. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless all of our viewers today. And and with the knowledge of the Lord, may we go forward now to be a strategic, impactful generation of believers in Messiah Jesus. Please bless our viewers today, Lord. Amen. So the first chapter of my book is called Understanding the Times. There's something special about understanding the times and seasons in which Messiah Jesus has placed you, his follower, for his strategic plans and purposes. Such was the case with the tribe of Issachar. We find that in 1 Chronicles 12, 32 of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200 and all their brethren were at their command. Consider something. It's one thing to read Bible prophecy and to have have an understanding of Bible prophecy. But it's totally another thing to be living in the time of its fulfillment and to get a a revelation from the Spirit of the living God as to the part you play in it. Such was the case with the great man of God, Daniel, who who along with others had been taken from Judah into captivity in Babylon, just like Jeremiah wrote that they would. But few understood, like Daniel, the implications of his life, his prayer life, his intercession, his authentic walk with Elohim, the true living God of Israel, and how that would play out from the scriptures into this world, even into the future from now. And so in Daniel chapter 9, verse 1 and 2, we see that he understood he was living at the edge of the fulfillment of Bible prophecy. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus of the lineage of the Medes, who was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by the books 
the number of the years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. What was he saying? We're it. We're at that time of, of the fulfillment of that 70 years. It's time for our people to go back to Jerusalem. And, and so if you read through the rest of Daniel 9 and then the rest of the book, you see Daniel praying, interceding, uh, taking up his walk with the Lord another notch in, ter in terms of its priority. And you see the Lord meeting him there and answering Daniel and using him for his glory. And see, that's what he wants to do with you and I. We are at the edge of Bible prophecy fulfillment that people have been waiting for for thousands of years. We are it. And the Lord has a plan for you and I that scarcely have we considered. And, and, and I think that we need to go before the Lord and start doing what Daniel did. Now, in, in, in the summer of 2001, the Lord began to wake me with this passage and show me that it was for America. Midsummer, 2001. Think about the timing. It's Ezekiel 14, beginning in verse 12. The word of the Lord came again to me, saying, Son of man, when a land sins against me by persistent unfaithfulness, I will stretch out my hand against it. I will cut off its supply of bread, send famine on it, and cut off man and beast from it. Even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness, says the Lord God. If I cause wild beasts to pass through the land, and they empty it and make it so desolate that no man may pass through because of the beasts, even though these three men were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters. Only they would be delivered and the land would be desolate. Or if I bring a sword on that land and say, Sword, go through the land, and I cut off man and beast from it. Even though these three men were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, but only they themselves would be delivered. Or if I send a pestilence into that land and pour out my fury on it in blood and cut off from it man and beast, even though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it, as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither son nor daughter, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness. Well, the implications of this in mid-2001 were very significant, not only for America, but the events of the autumn of 2001 changed the whole world. And, and this passage warns of great judgment, but also a place of great deliverance, like Noah's Ark, America's Ark. The Lord has a place of refuge for Americans, while our beloved country is under a time of judgment. And I, I believe the Lord has raised up President Trump to do very special things that I'll talk about as I teach on, on this book I've written through the weeks. And he, uh, whatever you may think of him, he's doing things that are pleasing to God with regard to Israel, with regard to the unborn, with regard to many things. And so, I pray for our president, President Trump, not a perfect man. Like one pastor said, I probably wouldn't have him teach my Bible study, but he's a pretty good president. And so having said that, we need to find this place of refuge and operate from there to serve the living God in our time of prophetic fulfillment. Now, the second chapter of my book is called, But They Are Not. Why? Well, 2 Chronicles 7.14 was used... Uh, over and over after 9-11 in 2001. 
Now the church is filled up for a few weeks and this passage was read all over the country. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. And that's why I call this chapter, But They Are Not. Because by and large, the church in America has not repented of its sin. And, and, and we could name them. Statistics uh, trumpet them out. There are, there are many of them. But they fall, I believe, under the umbrella of one terrible disease that the Lord warns over and over about. And this show is here to shake people out of this disease, to see them cured of it as the Lord stands at the door and knocks and wants to come in and displace this disease with himself, his goodness and righteousness. What is that disease? It's called lukewarmness. And in Revelation chapter 3, beginning in verse 14, we see the Lord spell this out all the way to verse 22. And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans right. write, these things says the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I'm rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing. And do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with eyes salve that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Yes, we are in a time right now where lukewarmness has spread across the body all over the world. But he wants to deliver us from it. There's judgment that's sweeping across America and all over the world. But he has provided an ark, a place of refuge that we find in these passages in Ezekiel 14 and that I'll be unpacking uh, through the weeks in a segment uh, of our program. We're getting ready to go to break right now. And in this break, I'm going to talk about many things, along with how you can get our book, America's Ark. Uh, we have such opportunities in this generation. Let's not pass them up. Let's be those who it can be truly said of us. We are those who watch therefore. We are those who are getting ready. We are those who are useful to the prophetic plans of the Lord in this hour of prophetic fulfillment. So thankful to have this break to share a little bit with you about Watch Therefore. So thankful also for this platform to stand on and proclaim King Jesus is coming in the clouds any moment and we need to be ready. How do we do that? Well, we're watching, but we're not just looking in the clouds. We're doing what the master commanded. We want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. He told us to go and make disciples. And also in Romans chapter 1, 16, he told us to do so to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles. And that's why we have our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations. Blessing Israeli Believers was co-founded by John McTurnan and myself. 
He's our co-founding partner, and we have such a great time getting out the gospel, making disciples, and much more through our Israeli-believing partners. Oh, they're saving babies from abortion, uh, doing a lot of work with Holocaust survivors, feeding them and blessing them. It's a real exciting opportunity, and I'll tell you how you can get more involved in just a moment. We also have our ministry poured out for the nations. I've been to 10 African countries in about 12 years, other countries as well. And we're getting out the gospel, making disciples, doing pastor's conferences. We have a special outreach right now to orphans in Uganda on a refugee camp that is so special. And uh, what we can do is offer you the opportunity to sign up for our monthly newsletters. When you do that, we'll send out our Blessing Israeli Believers, poured out for the nation's monthly updates, so you can pray along accordingly. I know there's people watching today. You also want to be ready when King Jesus comes in the clouds. And this is one of the ways you can do that. You can partner with us at Watch Therefore. Also, we have a special offer right now on my book, America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. For any gift amount that comes into our ministry, we will send you a copy of America's Ark. We don't want money to be an issue. So like I said, for anything the Lord puts on your heart to send in, we'll send the book to you. This book will be a special resource to do a few things that are very practical. To operate from a place of refuge, to be in a place that the Lord has provided for you to be with him, covered in, by his wings in this generation where all hell is breaking loose around us, but not huddled up there, no, standing and proclaiming boldly the gospel and living for Messiah Jesus, filled with his Holy Spirit in a place of great confidence. In my book, you learn from Noah, Daniel, and Job how to live through very difficult times. And certainly, those are the kinds of times this world is increasingly heading into that we live in today. So, uh, again, with any gift that comes in, we'll send out to you the book, America's Ark. It's really important that you mark on there because we have gifts coming from all over the place for different ministries and different outreaches. So you want to make sure that, that um, you get your book. So you mark on there, I'd like a copy of America's Ark, or I'm sending this gift in for Watch Therefore, or even Blessing Israeli Believers Poured Out for the Nations. Mention the book, America's Ark, so you get your copy. Now we're getting ready to go back to the teaching. And, and, and such a special time that we, we get to have together. I have a, a teaching on the prophetic word and how important it is, the Bible, the word of God in this hour in which we live. So don't go anywhere together with the rest of this program today. We're going to learn to watch therefore and be ready. I'd like to talk to you about how to be established firmly in this generation. I talk about how all hell is breaking loose around us in this generation. At the same time, the Lord wants us to be established, set firmly on a foundation that cannot be moved, raised up to do His good work, established firmly in this generation. Now, I'm going to read a passage of Scripture to you. And in it, I'm going to talk about two primary ways to be established with an emphasis on the second that we're going to look at today. So in Romans, beginning in, uh, in chapter 16, beginning verse 25, 
Now to him who is able to establish you, according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery kept secret since the world began, but now made manifest and by the prophetic scriptures made known to all nations, according to the commandment of the everlasting God for obedience to the faith, to God alone wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. So the two things that establish the disciple of Jesus Christ. First, we see in, uh, in verse 25 there, Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ. Right? According to the revelation of the mystery kept secret since the world began, but now made manifest. So primarily what he's talking about there is the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay? And, 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 and the second thing is, and by the prophetic scriptures made known to all nations according to the commandment of the everlasting God for obedience to the faith, to God alone, wise be glory through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. So there's the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for our sins, that he was buried in hallelujah. On the third day, he rose again. Here's who he is. He's God the Son, the only begotten Son of God. He is going to be the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He's the great high priest of our faith. He is our healer. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. These kinds of things, the gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ. And secondly, the prophetic scriptures. The prophetic scriptures. So lacking, so missing in, in preaching and teaching today while they're leaping off the pages of the Bible. You see, the Bible says that, that prophecy embodies the spirit of the story of Messiah Jesus. In Revelation chapter 19, verse 10, as uh, John is getting a guided tour of the prophetic end time scenarios in the book of Revelation, and he's with this angel who's helping unpack that. In 1910, it says this, And I fell at his feet to worship him, but he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. As we understand the prophetic scenarios, consider this. We believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and he was buried and on the third day rose again. We who are born again, we who are disciples of Jesus Christ, we who are saved believe that. And we look back to the time that happened. But folks, realize The gospel of Jesus Christ is Bible prophecy. Why? Because for hundreds of years before he was born, the prophets spoke about one who had come. Even in Genesis, in chapter 3, Moses wrote about one who would come and crush the serpent and, and give us our lives back. Right? The gospel began to be preached in Genesis. And so this is a prophetic gospel that this one would come. And then as the prophet's words unfolded, he would be from the tribe of Judah. He would be of the lineage of David. Uh, He would be born of a virgin. All these prophecies about this one who would come. And then he did, fulfilling those things. Well, there are just as many prophecies, if not many more, about his second coming. And so what we need to realize is that as we understand Bible prophecy, the coming of the Lord. Think how it would have benefited the religious leaders of Jesus' day 
if they would have seen their Messiah standing right in front of them, if they would have understood Bible prophecy. But so much of the church is about to miss his second coming, like the people who should have been expecting him missed his first coming. And may that not be said of us. No, as you understand Bible prophecy, especially in this generation as it's fulfilling so quickly, it will establish you. It will give you strength and courage and it will help you firmly stand and it will give you not only your identity but your purpose to fulfill the Lord's calling upon your life in this time of prophetic fulfillment. And so... One of the things we're going to look at today, one of the puzzle pieces of Bible prophecy that we see in our lifetimes. You wouldn't have seen this 100 years ago. You wouldn't have seen this 500 years ago. You wouldn't have seen this 1,000 years ago, but we're seeing it in our generation. So let's look at Revelation 11, beginning in verse 1. Then I was given a reed like a measuring rod, and the angel stood saying, Rise and measure the temple of God, the altar and those who worship there. But leave out the court which is outside the temple and do not measure it, for it has been given to the Gentiles and they will tread the holy city underfoot for 42 months. And I will give power to my two witnesses and they will prophesy 1,260 days clothed in sackcloth. So this is the Apostle John being instructed to make measurements for this temple that would go up during the tribulation period. During that time of seven-year seven year tribulation period, half of which will be the greatest time of trouble since the world has ever seen. And we see that during half of the tribulation, there are these witnesses. Okay? And, and so I'm not going to go into the witnesses as much right now as I want to talk to you about this temple. This temple is going to go up, and the Bible teaches that the Jewish people will go back to animal sacrifices during that time. They will go back to animal sacrifices during that time. And so this end time prophetic temple is for during the seven year year tribulation period of time, right? Today, Jewish people are planning for that temple to go up. Jewish people who have been called back from the nations of the world, mostly unbelieving in Messiah Jesus, just like Ezekiel 36 prophesied. And now... There's a a remnant of them, a small number of them, that are in different religious sects, S-E-C-T-S, and they are are clamoring for and preparing for this tribulation period temple. I have an article from the magazine Israel Today. Rabbis urge Trump and Putin to help rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. And then another one, Another article that the Palestinian Authority, the Palestinians are are worried about, Israel planning to build holy temple, claims PA official. Wow. Wow. And and, and see the significance of this prophetically also in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, beginning in verse 3. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, the Antichrist who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped. So he sits as God, where? In the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. You see, this temple will be defiled and used by the Antichrist to proclaim to the world that he 
is God. <clears throat> and that's when other prophetic scenarios, like in Revelation chapter 12, kick in, when this great persecution begins, the second half of the tribulation, to come against Israel and chase them into a place in the wilderness the Lord has provided for them. But don't you see? These scenarios we're talking about revolve around there being a temple on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, and there's not one there now, but they're preparing for it. They're, the the uh, implements of, instruments of sacrifice are already prepared. Uh, there's a big golden menorah that they edge closer and closer from uh, where it started in the old city of Jerusalem, closer to, uh, and, a, and a greater place of prominence in the city, closer to the Temple Mount area. Yes, the Palestinians have a lot to worry about in that regard. So, um, I've been hearing, <coughs> excuse me, I've been hearing some of the Jewish groups calling for this for over 20 years. Folks, we're alive at the very end of this age. Don't you see how this establishes us? This should make us want to say, wow, this couldn't have happened before, and it's happening now. I must be a very special person alive at this time. The Bible prophecies is fulfilling. What should I do? Well, first off, I should watch for the coming of Messiah Jesus in the clouds for his people. Also, I should get ready. How? By being the best husband or wife, the best son or daughter, the best employee, the best church or congregational member the, the, uh, in a Messianic congregation. Some watching go to Messianic congregations. The, the, the best believer in Messiah Yeshua I could be. I should bring my A game every day to the Lord, worshiping him, praising him, living for him, and being a light that shines in a dark and dying world. Have you believed in Jesus to save you? Are you more than just a church member? Are you really a citizen of the kingdom of God? Have you repented of your sins and received Jesus as Lord? For that's what he says you must do to be saved. You must turn away from your sins, at least in your heart and mind, begin to turn away from your sins and call upon Messiah Jesus who died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and hallelujah on the third day rose again. And right now he's calling you to himself. And you may be sitting there and you were just changing the channel and hey, who's this guy and what's that water behind, behind him? And, and now you're hearing these things. Listen, time is running out, not only for this program, and it is, we're almost out of time. Call upon the name of the Lord today. Oh, Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. I want to be saved. I want to be forgiven for my sins. I want to finish out my life in this generation serving you, ready for you to come and bringing many to heaven with me. Well, thank you, Father, Messiah, Jesus' name. If you prayed to receive Jesus as Lord today, look at the contact information there on the screen. Let us know we have some literature to send you. We'd love to send this out to you. It's time now to get serious. Shake out of your lukewarmness. And like never before, follow this Savior, Messiah Jesus. The faithful servant is watching for the Master to come and getting ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. 
We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.